Is this it? Uh, Are we in? Yeah, we're in. Oh, so, sweet. <laughs> so <laughs> both of us, yeah, d still didn't know what was going on. Nope. Uh, <laughs> you can take welcome it to our well. Take it. Take okay. It, take it. <laughs> hello, hello, internet, and welcome to this perfectly structured, perfectly pre-planned, totally professional podcast. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's on the internet. It must be true. Oh yeah. <laughs> And, and it must be it must have been like just meticulously uh researched exactly, and exactly yeah exactly. uh oh also we have a name this is the say report junior <laughs> oh god <laughs> um welcome to the say report junior the newest the newest podcast in the say report family of products uh family being the major uh connection here as i zach Sarowick. Yeah, as I, uh, Zach Sarawick, the younger sibling to Sejan Sarawick, and my host companion. Oh, hi. I am Dale Decker. I, assuming you know my last name. I am Dale Decker. I am the younger <laughs> sibling, the younger sister of Devin Decker. Um, and if you listen to the Say Report, um, that's who our siblings are, I guess. This is really bad. Yeah. This is really oh, bad yeah. happening. I know. Hey, we you know we really... Should have planned this better. Just, just push through. Just push through. It's going to be All right. Fine. It's so, be good. <laughs> uh, so, so again, we're assuming that a lot of our at least early early uh, subscri sub subscriptioners subscribers are going to be uh, listeners to the original Say Report with Sejan and Devin. Uh, if so, you probably heard our very special pilot episode that came out last or two weeks ago. Two weeks no, ago. last week. Um, no, it was Some, it was like two or three recently. weeks ago. It was recently, yeah. Yeah, where we uh, talked about the Orville and uh, got to know each other. Uh, yeah. The biggest, what you're <laughs> going to notice, the biggest uh, differences here is that while Siege and Devin have been friends for 12 years now, I believe is the number. I believe so, yeah. Uh, Dale and I have known each other for uh, about two months uh, where we started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we started uh, messaging on, on uh, Twitter while we kind of put this together. And then our first real conversation was about mm, five minutes before that last episode started. Yeah, it was great. So, <laughs> it was uh, really great. Um, yeah. yeah. So we, we like don't know each other at all. I mean, we know basic things <laughs> about each other, <laughs> like video games that we enjoy and, you know, um, a couple of TV shows, but of TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're basically just inviting the entire internet to come with us on this journey of getting to know each other. Exactly. Yeah. Which, cause, cause yeah. I don't even know. I mean, we had to have met when we were younger and, like, don't remember it or something. Like, No. It, I, like, you, you, you had mentioned in the, in the the pilot that there was probably a movie or something. Or maybe even oh, Devin yeah, mentioned I it. There was, like, a movie or something I think we Devin went to go it, see. Yeah. And so I have this, like, vague memory of you sitting next to him. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, was it Stardust? I have a feeling it was Stardust. I, it could have been. Because, like, that's the only movie I remember going to see with Seijin involved. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. Like, it's whatever it was. It was probably something I wiped from my memory. See? Could, could, could be Stardust. <laughs> see, opposite for me. Um, the people I was with was wiped from my memory, and I was so so enamored with that film. Still, am. I, I love that. All movie. I remember from that, all I remember from that movie is Robert De Niro, like, like, oh yeah, everybody thinks that Shakespeare is just like, oh yeah, shake a spear at them. They don't realize that it's that um a flouncy, flamboyant thespian. Yeah, no. Oh, Stardust. Uh, I love Stardust. Yep. Good. I don't write that. That's literally the only thing I remember from that. I love Neil Gaiman. I cannot remember I anything about Stardust. Well, the thing is, is like, Stardust, that came out, I don't even know when. So I was, pro I, I was probably like 15, maybe, not even 15. Oh, God. I don't even know how old I was. Oh, you just, 
I was going to say, you just got hit with an age, like that age realization, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's no. been happening this year. I turned 29 this year, and every now and then I stop and go, holy crap, stuff was 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I get that at 23, but it's it's less um, – it, it, it somehow is less – like I shouldn't be feeling it, but I am. And I think I blame social media because mm-hmm. those stupid videos keep coming out where it's like, Fairly Odd Parents came out 20 years ago today. Whoa. Oh, that's that's not true at all. That math isn't correct at all. But no, but like, we are coming up on 20 years of SpongeBob, which is are. really thrilling. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> it's like I totally blame social media for making me feel like I'm older than I am because I'm only yeah. 23. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's really – and that's not – I mean, that's not surprising because, like, I exist – on the internet. I'm basically a voice on this podcast now and a Twitter account. That's all I am. And so like coming up on 29, I'm following all of these people that are like, I'm 24 and I'm doing my dream job and I'm 26 and I'm doing, and I've been doing this for five years now. And I'm like, like the weirdest thing is that people are calling each other like mom and dad when it's just like, Oh, you're three years older than me. Like that's like a new, that's a new thing that we're all doing on Twitter now. And it makes me feel very icky. I don't like that. Yeah, no, I, it's weird. It's social media yeah. in general is weird. I'm not, yeah. I'm not good at it. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's a good thing. You should not be good at it. <laughs> I think I'm good at it. And I think that's why, like, most of my day is spent just, like, angrily replying to people. Although, about five minutes before this podcast started, Devin Sawa liked to reply to one of my, to one of his tweets that I did. <laughs> and it made my whole day. So. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, I've gotten, I've had conversations. The coolest parts of social media for me are like those five second moments on Twitter. It's all been Twitter, and I'm not on Twitter. Like, I tweet maybe like twice a year. <laughs> Sometimes I'll have a role where, where I'll be on a role where I'll tweet like three or four times a day in the day, and that's it for my year. Um, but I have had two conversations on Twitter with like with um one of them was Rick Glassman uh who was in Undateable. I don't know if you watched that show. I did not, but It was on um I talked to a lot of random people that other people don't know, so yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he so he was he was he's a comedian. Um but he like liked a bunch of my tweets cuz I was tweeting about the show. So I was like, yeah, okay, well that checks out. <laughs> and then um John Hamburg Hamburg? Yeah. John Hamburg, um, who's the director of, of I Love You, Man, which is one of my favorite movies, right. um, one of my favorite comedies of all time. I can quote it verbatim, pretty much. Um, <laughs> he, I tweeted, because I had just seen Why Him, um, which, again, great movie, and I had tweeted about the bloopers of I Love You, Man, <laughs> and I made, <laughs> and I'm, because I've seen, I've watched those more times than I've watched the movie, probably. Um, and I tweeted about that, and I did a hashtag that was specific, like, way, way too specific to the bloopers of I Love You, <laughs> where Man. The, where, where the joke is, look at this hashtag that's way too specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, but so, and he tweeted back. He was like, oh, looks like someone's been watching the extras of I Love You, Man. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's I'm like, beautiful. Thank you. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. And then I tweeted something back at him. He said something back, and that was it. So it was just two things, but it just felt really cool. Yeah, like, it's this weird. 
It's this weird like audience participation feeling you get from Twitter, and that's I think probably why I yeah. why I can't stop. <laughs> I also exist, so you know I, I I write about games now. I've been playing games, and really it's the last like I've been playing games my whole life, but it's the last like two years that I really got like into all of it, like watching E3, tweeting about E3 yep. in June June whatever weekend that is. That will be every tweet <laughs> that I put out for like three days straight. Yep, and so yep. like I get really into the industry. I follow a lot of writers. I follow a lot of game makers. I follow other podcasters that talk about it. And um, and there was about two or three weeks ago, there was an episode of a, a podcast I listened to. Oh, this is something I did on the pilot. I'm probably going to mention other podcasts in like every episode we do because <laughs> all I do is play video games and listen to podcasts while I do it. Um, there's a podcast called Bad End. Uh, it's a bunch of different writers were Rolling Stone, U.S. Gamer, all that. Oh, and sweet. they were okay. talking about the, the loot box controversy toward the end of like 2017, how that really got really bad. Yep. And it was kind of tug in cheek and also kind of dismissive because as game writers, they deal with it day in and day out and they're kind of sick of it. And so their whole episode was kind of dismissive of the whole problem. <laughs> so I go on Twitter and I, of course, I had to include like their Twitter name in it because I'm a I'm a dick sometimes. <laughs> I was like I was like, well, usually I like the fact that they're kind of pretentious and they're kind of jerks, but this was probably one step over the line and I'm really mad at this podcast now. And like within 10 minutes, two of their hosts were tweeting back at me. Oh my god. <laughs> and it yeah. was like the next like two or three hours I was having a conversation with them about it. Mm -hmm. And it was great because then the next episode, they actually mentioned the whole thing and like made a whole like talking point out of it and oh, I felt really? so yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, I've, I've never had a 20-minute segment in a podcast before. This is great. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty great. And, um, and, then, like, and then it makes up for the fact that, like, every other day I'm having a freaking, like, heart attack and an aneurysm from whoever I'm fighting with. It's like I got, I got one 20-minute yeah. segment. I'm good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, like, yeah, that reminds me. Um, that, I, that undateable show, I was during – that was the most I've probably ever tweeted – was because they started doing live shows, um, and it became a huge gimmick. That's okay. That's why I remember the name now because yeah. Ron Funches. I yes, follow Ron Funches exactly. on, on Twitter, and he talked about okay. So, it, it, the live shows kind of not. I mean, it killed the show. Like it definitely did. Um, they were. It was still fun, but the live shows were not as good. But the most fun was to tweet during them. Because that's when, I mean, they're on their phones between takes and even sometimes during the show taping, like, they'll their characters sitting at the booth on Twitter typing, you know. So that was really cool to be in that world. And some, I tweeted something, I don't even remember what I tweeted, but I said something and this random guy, like, answered back. And we started getting in a fight. Oh, oh I, yep, I... That's how it works. I think I misused the word meta, but I didn't. Like, I mean, he understood talk it about, wrong. Talk about a word that is overused as well. So it's exactly. got like eight different things right now. Yeah. Um, but I had... It was either that or, or I was making fun of meta or something. And this guy just like had no... No comebacks. Like, <laughs> it was almost sad to win. Like, that's like, that's always the thing. I was like, dude, you're definitely on Twitter more than I am, and and I won. <laughs> like, this is sad. You should that, have that, more skills than I do. Yeah, and that's like another thing that like gives you again. It's that false. It's that audience participation thing, and then it's that like, oh, I won because you stopped talking to me thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like 
endorphin hit you oh get when really I stop talking to people when they aggravate me and it never translates into my head that it's like, oh, that person just got sick of me. So they've stopped responding. It's no, I won because I got the last word. Woo! <laughs> exactly. Look at me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, so so we're 12 minutes in. And uh, that's, this is so everybody, that's the show. This, that's... <laughs> this is basically what it is. Uh, strap in, folks. Because, I mean, uh, it's, it's just going to be us bullshitting. That's it. Yeah, pretty that's much. It. Uh, so have you been, uh, have you been playing anything or watching anything? I mean, aside from the Oscars, have you seen or watched anything? I know you were out of power for a couple oh, of days. Yeah, that was great. We were out of power for, <laughs> uh, uh, 22, no, 42 hours. I don't even remember how many hours. Um, yeah, we lost it on Friday at like two o'clock. Um, and then we got it back Sunday around maybe 10. Maybe. Oh Jesus. Two know. nights. You had to yeah. go through two nights without power. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cold. <laughs> Um, but you know, I kind of, I didn't hate it. Like the worst part was the coldness, but if you have blankets, you're, you're instantly warm, you know? Um, but I didn't hate it cause it was, it, I, I, when I was a kid, like we would lose power and it wouldn't be for long, but it was just like fun. Cause it was like, Oh, now I guess I can like actually just relax. It's like, like a whole different like, world. Exactly. It's like the world completely changes and all of a sudden you exactly. don't have access to the stuff that just... And it's great because it's yeah. like, so you, you're not trying to be on your phone as much because in case you need your phone, you, you need, you know, you need to call someone or you need to check the internet in case like there's updates or something. So I literally like, it was the first time I think in a while where I literally just got to lay down on the couch and not think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> um, didn't think it worked. Didn't think of anything. It was, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, so what have, I, what have I been watching? Well, I can say what I've been playing. Um, I started Pokemon Gold. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Not on like original hardware or anything, just on my computer on an emulator. Um, but yeah, I had never played it before. I, the first Pokemon game I ever played in my life was Pokemon X. Poke- yes. Really? Wow, you got yeah. that far? Yep. So, oh man, I got blue. I got blue like right yeah. at the like way at the beginning, and that that so, sucker the end. <laughs> when I was when I was growing up, I remember like I don't even remember Devin really playing. Like I know he did because he tells me about his Pokemon <laughs> times when he played. Like he the reason why I'm playing Gold is because he was like I would give anything to play Gold for the first time again. Like, oh, he, definitely. He. he has gone on record saying it's his favorite Pokemon game. But well, so, that's like I, so I got I got blue when I was a kid, and then every now and then I've dipped into emulators yeah. of games. But it really wasn't until Sun and Moon came out mm-hmm. that I I bought a DS to buy Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Sun, and it was again. It was like the first time because it had been like twenty years since yeah. I'd started. I got so. you. Yeah. So no. So it's funny because when I was a kid, I remember some parts of the Pokemon TV show. Like, I remember the rap. I remember Ash, all them. Like, I, I, I remember parts of it. Um, but I was really more into um, Digimon. Oh. And I, <laughs> as a kid, I was like, Digimon is the only thing, like, is the only little monster show out there. It, nothing can beat it. Screw Pokemon. Pokemon is just Pokemon. Is, and like this was like my childhood brain was like Pokemon is an evil, dim, like dimini, like it 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 has t- 
taken the sun away from Digimon, and Digimon is the only thing not that, in this not that world Digimon that matters. Not that came later and was clearly a cash grab oh, on yeah. Pokemon. No, it's that um... Pokemon took Digimon <laughs> away from people. I, uh, yeah, I... <laughs> I had no concept of time. I had no concept of of what the development history was. I just knew that Agumon was the original and he was he was the adorable one, not freaking Pikachu. Oh man. <laughs> so so that's what I grew up with. Um and I don't it's funny because as much as I love Digimon I don't think I ever saw the full series, like, beginning to end. I don't even think I saw the movie. But I just remember seeing clips of it and, like, bits and pieces of it. And I just, like, I grabbed onto it. I, it was weird. Like, yeah, it was very weird. Um, but then when I got to college, it was, like, maybe, when did X come out? That was 2013 oh. or 14. Something like that. Yeah, I think it was 2014. Um, but everyone on campus, cause it was like the first new Pokemon in a while. So everyone on the campus started playing it, including my roommate who I lived in a co-ed dorm with my, with one of my best friends. Um, and he started playing it. So I was like, what the hell? Like screw Pokemon. Cause I was still in that, that mental state of Digimon is the only thing in this world that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like when you're in college, all of that gets ramped up. Exactly. Like exactly. Part, part of the reason that like I'm in like it, like the last two or three years is when I'm finally getting into the stuff I really like is because five years ago when I was in college, I was at full form of I'm not going to watch this because like this I was is, hipster yeah. before hipster became like the big word where I was like, I'm not watching that because it's mainstream. I'm watching this because yep. it's super mainstream yep. and everybody loves it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, oh. totally hear that. Yeah, so so my my roommate was like, "Oh, you you're ridiculous. Like Pokémon, look at all these people who are playing Pokémon. There are no Digimon games. There is no Digimon does not exist anymore pretty much." And I'm like, "You're lying to me." Um, but anyway, so I started getting jealous because people would <laughs> be around campus playing each other on the DS and like they'd be sitting at lunch tables and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm missing something. So I think Devin, I, like I started talking to Devin. I'm like, I kind of want to try Pokemon. Like I, I want to see what it's like to play Pokemon. It's, I mean, it's, it's just, it's sad because it's hard drugs of just like, you're yeah. just going through, you're catching a thing. <laughs> exactly. You're going to make it fun other things. And then you're going to repeat that for 40 hours and then do exactly. that over seven games. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And I will say that I had, even though I was very Digimon oriented, I still had favorite Pokemon because there were, I mean, Devin had a, um, a, an, an electronic Pokedex in the house. He had, oh, I remember he had, that. Yep. I, I, we still have it and it still works. I still don't know how to work it, but it still turns on. Um, but we had like a book with all the Pokemon in it and like I had like a little small collective of, of favorite Pokemon. Um, but then I got a 2DS, I believe for Christmas, I, I could be switching up my timeline, but I got a 2DS with X already installed on it for either my birthday or Christmas. It was a, it was a gift. And I was like, sweet, I can finally play. And I fell in love. Like I, I fell 
head over heels for Pokemon. And I was like, okay, I get it now. I understand why it has this following. Because, yeah, in a sense, like, there's probably some some bad tones to it if you want to be oh, a yeah. cynical I mean, person. But... I mean, yeah, you've got the <laughs> dogfighting aspect. Yeah, exactly. And you've got the fact that a lot of stuff that comes out of Japan is not, like, the most culturally sensitive. <laughs> exactly. But... <laughs> um, but I just, I didn't realize how... Um, how how much like caring was was in the game like how much caring for your pokemon actually affected how you did in the game right and that of? that actually so you jumped in at a great time with x because that was something that was not in a lot of the exactly, older games. Yeah. like red blue and red mm-hmm. blue and red blue and green when they came out in japan yeah i've never figured that out by the way i'm like relatively certain that they went with blue and red in america because they just assumed that red white and blue would be would sell better than anything with green Probably, for some dumb I reason mean, <laughs> why not? but america. um yeah <laughs> yeah because um, uh, yeah, it has the polka the it has like the there are there are uh people on twitch who do pokemon nuzlocks which i've started getting into and they call them the refresh hearts i don't know if that's really what they're called that could just be a Nuzlocke term, or it's actually what it's called. But that's when those started becoming a thing, I believe. Right? I could be wrong. I actually don't even know what that item is. It might have actually that... came in with Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. I could be wrong. It's also, at, so, at some point, especially in the DS era, they started adding in those, like, here's little mini games where yeah, you get to, like, you get to love your them. thing. Yeah. I think and it's then actually in Sapphire. French... I think yeah, it's and they... in... I think it's in Alpha Sapphire, so I could be wrong. But anyways, I, yeah, I just didn't realize. And and also the um, experience share. Yes. It was a that huge was a thing, huge... and like I didn't even realize that that didn't exist in the earlier games. Oh, oh my God. So Nothing is worth like... it. Like, I've caught a hundred of these things, and I have to swap them out to yep. keep them all at the same level or yep. just ignore them. And yeah. when you're someone like me, where like I hate the idea of like I've got a group of people that are a group of fighters, and I I can't abide any of them being more than five levels apart. That's why like I don't I don't think I ever finished Sun because I played 200 hours of that game and I kept swapping through everybody to make sure they all stayed at the same oh, level. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. yeah no. Oh god. Oh, that's, it's so bad. <laughs> if I do that, that's end game for me. Like, that's just to keep Pokemon alive until the next one comes out. Like, I will go through the PC and be like, oh, let's evolve this one. Oh, let's get this one up, you know? But, yeah, um, and if I were smart, it would be endgame for me. But for some reason, I get into that stuff it. before I finish the main <laughs> game and then I burn myself out. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but so I, I mean, you said you didn't finish Sun because you burned yourself out. I freaking and a lot of people were giving it flack but i loved pokemon moon and i bought um ultra sun because i wanted to do the flip-flop and i it's the same game but like there are those little additives to it that are just freaking that they're just so good they're so good it's so much fun and i'm okay that there aren't gyms because it explains why there aren't gyms and that (laughs) that was the best thing going from like oh the last I played blue. I think I bought emerald green on on Game Boy Advance, and again, never never finished it, but yeah. but played through a bunch. 
And then I didn't buy another Pokemon game until Sun. <laughs> so it was it was like, as far as I'm concerned, like there's been three major changes in that yeah. whole series where everybody else is like, oh, it's still they're still kind of like gyms. They're just making you do it dif- this way. And I'm yeah, like, I don't exactly. care. I don't care that the mechanic is the same exact thing. Give me a story that changes it. That's all I need. I'm an easy audience. I also. <laughs> I make Pokemon really easy for myself because, as I call it, I make my Pokemon fall in love with me. And I know that's a weird sentence that I just said, but it's what I do. Like I, as you say as, that, but that's a literal mechanic in it is, Sun and so. <laughs> the, the amount of hearts that you have depends on whether or not the Pokemon's going to avoid moves or if it's going to snap itself out of conditions and stuff. So it's like, why wouldn't I? The whole point of that world is the bonds that you create. So, yeah, I'm going to test that, and I'm going to push that to its very limit. <laughs> and again, all of, that is just, all of that is just icing on a cake that you really don't want to think about the ingredients. It's like, yes, you're exactly. making these things fall in love with you because you're forcing them into fights. Like, yep. you're forcing them yep. to beat each other until one of them passes out. But so make sure weird. that they really love you, so exactly. it's okay. <laughs> which, is, which is so weird because, like, I hated Monster Hunter Worlds. And I think I talked about this on the 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 uh, backdoor pilot to the Say Report Jr. Right. Um, but I ha- I played three hours of Monster Hunter World, and I even before that, I tried the demo of Monster Hunter Stories, and they talk about how, oh, you're going to forge bonds with these monsters and blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, he- in Stories, this is in the demo of Stories, oh, here's this poor defenseless, defenseless monster just grazing. Go fucking kill it. That's actually so, and like, that's the thing that I saw in the Monster Hunter what? World's reviews and stuff. So I, I, maybe the disconnect is that because Pokemon has largely always been a like two D, like kind of hands off yeah. thing. Like it's nowhere near as like it's nowhere near as graphically realistic as mm. Monster Hunter World will ever exactly, be. Yeah. And that's probably why that disconnect works because a lot of the stuff that I saw about Monster Hunter World is as you're starting to fight these things they'll start to, like, limp away and run from you and, like, hide yeah. from you. And all of a sudden, it's like you go from, oh, I'm killing this massive thing that can kill me back to now I'm just liter- almost literally beating a dead horse exactly. until it's like... <laughs> exactly. And it just, it just made me feel super uncomfortable. And I'm like, I understand that I play Pokemon, and I understand that, like, I play Horizon Zero Dawn or something like that. But those games, it just feels different than how Monster Hunter presents it. And, like, yeah... That those games are beautiful. Monster Hunter Worlds and the little demo of stories that I played, they're beautiful games. I will not deny that. But it's just the way it presents itself is just so uncomfortable to me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, it's and like, that's that's really like the whole conversation coming up of like how how far do we actually need graphics and video games to go? Because exactly. at some point at some point, this like stretch for realism really starts to wash out any sort of style yep. in the game, yeah. and then it presents things like this, where it's like, oh, the Uncanny Valley has gotten so big that now I feel empathy for this giant dragon that I'm <laughs> chopping to bits, exactly. and we might want to take a few steps back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so um, I've really, yeah, I've been playing, I've been trying to finish Ultimate, um, not Ultimate, Ultra Sun. And I've been playing um, Pokemon Gold. I've been playing Gold. Oh, and if you listen to the Backdoor Pilot, which I'm going to keep calling it that, (laughs) on that pilot, 
that day I had just got I was I was playing uh, Link to the Past. Right. Um, because Devin bought it for me for Christmas on my DS. On that day, I had just gotten to Ganon. The next day, I beat the game, so I was very yes. happy. Yes, there um, we go. I, I, was and... actually, I was like, I was like nervous to ask you because yeah. I didn't want to put you on blast if you no. hadn't done it. I but was like... so happy. I, I beat it. I beat it. <laughs> Did I beat it? Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure it was the next day, and it was. I, it, I was so happy. I'm so happy. I like. I nice. understood it. I understood <laughs> it. It was great. <laughs> and oh, I like, wonderful. And I like that I'm getting to play these like games that maybe I should have played as a kid as an adult because ah, it, it just feels <laughs> I don't know, it feels better <laughs> cuz like I can remember the feeling whereas like if I played Legend of Zelda Link to the Past when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't have remembered how it felt when I finally beat Ganon. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And then if you ever like if you Again, one of the reasons why I haven't really played the game in, in years is that I did. I played it as a kid. I beat it as a kid. I played it again and beat it again in like high school or college or something. I don't need to go back to that because I'm just I'm, I know it's not going to feel the same. Yep, I'm exactly. not because that's why I don't watch. I don't rewatch a lot of movies. There's like a handful that I do uh, and I don't buy. Oh, I don't like buy a bunch of movies that I just saw in theaters because I already watched them. I have this really like I don't want to replay a lot of stuff or rewatch a lot of stuff because the feeling that I had when I watched it, the memory, all of that, that's enough for me. Yep. Okay. I feel so. that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. yeah. Um all right. So, what have you been doing or watching or or playing in um, the past, I mean, you know, weeks? I've been cycling through a lot of games cuz I've just been it between like work and just general exhaustion from work. I yep. there's not a lot that I've gotten hooked into. A uh, few new things have come out that I've been waiting for uh, this really cool narrative game called Where the Water Tastes Like Wine came out on PC. And a lot of it was written by a lot of the, like, the game writers and stuff that I follow and oh, some other okay. writers. And also, Sting is one of the voices in it for some random that's reason. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So, so Where the Water Tastes Like Wine is like this, this like Dust Bowl era. Uh, I shouldn't even say Dust Bowl. It's after World War One. So okay. uh, dust, was the Dust Bowl also Great Depression? I never really put those two together. Yes. Depression era. Yes, Depression it was, era. Because it it it's definitely movie. after World War One. Yeah. So <laughs> I've read Grapes of Wrath. I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> I only know because when I was in high school, I was like scary too into the Dust Bowl and the Great Depression. I was too into that stuff. <laughs> For some reason, it's because it's because there's because there's two names to that. Like in my head, I, I equate them as two completely different things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just like, Oh, the great depression was this. And the dust bowl was this. And I never think about the fact that they were literally the same I, thing because of the same thing. I mean, <laughs> hey, we could be wrong, but who's to say we're, we're the podcasters. Exactly. And I'm not <laughs> Googling right now. Uh, so, so the, the, the whole point to this game is about like stories and folklore going across the country. So you're playing this this guy that or this this like drifter that makes a deal with this this like wolf anthropomorphized wolf man in a poker game and played by Sting um, and he basically says here's the deal you you lose to him in poker and he's like here's the deal now you owe me folklore basically as your debt and also I'm gonna just take all of your skin so your character's a skeleton now walking around because oh, this game is just weird like that um, so. As you kind of traverse this like weird overworld, that's that's um, the map of America. Uh, it's really nicely painted and like it's very much like Oh Brother or Art Thou like uh, 
aesthetic, which mm. is really nice. Okay. And so you're just going, you're just walking across the country. That's all it is. You're walking, you're running into people, you're learning their stories, you're running into other people, and you're telling those stories, and then you're learning more as those stories change as you go across the country. Huh. And so it's like you're basically you're collecting the story, and then you might run into somebody who says, "Hey, I heard this story from you." Like, uh, what's the first? What's one of the really famous ones I saw? Um, I got into like Boston or New York yep. or something, and I see this woman sitting on a bench, and she's got a yellow scarf around her neck. And I went, okay. and I talked to her, and had a little bit of a conversation with her, and then as she was leaving to get up, uh, the scarf shifted a little bit, and there's a scar across her neck. Okay. And so then I went to two or three states away, and I walked into like a church or something, and someone's like, hey... Did I ever tell – I, I, first I went to a campground and told that story to someone. So, like, I went I, – I stopped at a campground. There's, like, a handful of characters that you meet camping on the side of the road. Yeah. And you tell them stories to get through the night. And then they go and tell those stories to other people. That's super cool. So then – so I run into this, this other person and they go, hey, this girl I ran into that was going across the country told me this story about this woman who had a scarf around her neck to keep her head tied to her body. Because oh. she had scar exactly. <laughs> oh, that's super! Wow. And the, and the game goes, "Hey, that story just grew, and even though you know it's not true, yeah. you're gonna start telling it this way now because it's way more exciting." And so then I go, I meet another character at a campfire, that's and then they, cool. as you go through the night sitting at these campfires with them, they say things like, "I want to, I want to know a funny story, yeah. or I want to know a scary story, or I want to know, you know, tell me a story about God or yeah. something like." that. And so all of your stories are categorized, and pretty much the game mechanic is you have to figure out what story they want to hear as you go and collect it as you go across the country. That's right. And at some point, so I assume cool. the end game is that I then meet the wolf again. I actually died. Did you? You have a you what? have a sleep meter. You have a sleep meter, a hunger oh, meter, okay. health meter. And oh, so okay. I was <laughs> one of your options for getting around is to jump a jump a train car yeah but if you get caught they'll beat you half to death basically oh, oh okay well that's fun because so, that's what would happen so that's awesome that so that did happen i jumped Hold a train on. car I, yeah. I jumped a train car i got to the end of the, the line and then they're like oh by the way the workers found you and beat you half to death it's like oh great i wonder what happens if i actually die and sure enough i go and walk into a situation where I got like robbed in the middle of the yeah, night. Yeah. Like, oh, and by the way, they also stabbed you as they left oh, and dead. And, dead. <laughs> and so I wake up and That's I like wake crazy. up. And, yeah. And then I wake up and I'm talking to the wolf again. And he's like, yeah, it happens. You That's know, you're doing a dangerous cool. thing, just drifting across the country. So you're back kind of where you started, but you still have all of the stories you collected. And it's like, go on, go back out. You gotta, you still have a Get debt to pay. Stories, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not letting you die until you pay back your debt, so go. <laughs> that's, like, that's super cool. Like, it, so, that's, like, the kind of game that I've always wanted but didn't know I wanted. Um, right, and, because, I, like, yeah, I, it doesn't move as quickly as I wish it did. Like, walking across takes a little while, and, yeah. and like, it's not a perfect game or anything, but I love, like, a mechanically weird game like that. Yeah. Because it is, like, that, like, there's, there's nothing else to it. And then... Each of these characters that you meet at the campfires were written by different people, so okay. they, they all have very oh, different stories so to tell, different cool. 
at different points of view, and it actually says when you meet them, like, who wrote... Hello? Oh, no! Oh, hello, can you hear me? Hey, yeah. I, I disconnected for a second. There we hey! go. Hey! <laughs> well, there we go. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's the first hey, right. the first technical issue it's all good <laughs> so we're good um, <laughs> we didn't freak out too much huh? <laughs> uh, luckily well thank god it was an easy fix it's my yeah, uh right? the, the like plug on my headphones is oh i got you uh, like has a separator in it and i stepped on that as i was pacing uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah. um so yeah so it's just really interesting to like meet all these different characters written by different people and like the idea that it's not just like one writer doing it which That's obviously most cool. most games are like that yeah like any as the game or where like fallout or, or yep. skyrim all of those books are written by different people and those yeah. characters written differently so that's really cool yeah so is it is it like um i mean it's just linear right or is it like a three it's a, you said it's, it's 2d or is it no so it's th so it's it's like 2D when you're sitting down and talking to people in a lot of dialogue boxes, yeah. but the actual overworld of, of the U.S. is completely open. You can uh, you start in oh, cool. okay. Maine, you start in Maine, and you can pretty much walk anywhere. You, like you have a map of the U.S., it shows you like which characters are sitting at which campfires, yeah. and it's entirely up to you where you start walking from there. Yeah. So like I start I started going down the East Coast. Um, and then I was gonna, and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna hit Florida, and then I'll just start heading west okay, through the whole yeah, south. Yeah, exactly. But you can also just start in Maine and go. I'm gonna go all through the north and the Midwest to the west coast, and then come back the other way. Yeah. It's completely up to you. That's really cool. See, for some reason, I thought it was like a, um, obviously not a point and click adventure, but some um, like a Monkey Island esque movement right and i think that's and what i it, thought as you were it definitely it. plays yeah and it definitely plays on that it plays on like a visual yeah, novel kind cool. of idea that's yeah super cool that yeah yeah so that's a new one i play and then <laughs> um like a lot of and then i've been falling back on a lot of just the games that i play when i'm like bored and i don't really want to think and just kind of <laughs> relax yeah. which like i have two games for that and they're completely different one of them is stardew valley which is <gasps> Available on Switch and is based is like yep. a Harvest Moon spiritual successor, yep. uh, and the other one is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, <laughs> which yeah, is okay. just so, I'm going to drop onto an island and kill a bunch of people. <laughs> so I've wanted to try and get into Player um, Player whatever it's called. I can't even remember the worst the, the worst the worst name in video games. Battlegrounds is fine. Battlegrounds, I yeah, right. <laughs> so I didn't know what it was. Okay, so, um, I mean, then, it's basically Battle Royale. Yeah, like, that's, that's, well, so I, I heard it, and I think for the first time, when the, when I first heard it, no, when I first saw it on Twitch, right, so, so you have, I didn't understand Twitch, like, uh, maybe a few years ago, I didn't understand, like, that. The appeal of it, or why you would sit there and watch it. No, like, I didn't understand oh. the site. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, we're at a much more molecular level. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't understand how to navigate the site. So, so I saw, I saw play. What is the full title? Player unknowns battleground. Player, Player unknowns Unknown. battleground. Okay, so I saw, I saw the like poster, like the title card, and it's just that guy with like a VR headset or whatever. And it's a welding helmet. It looks like a VR headset, right? but it it's a like, welding helmet. But it's right, a welding yeah. helmet. Okay. So, 
you can see how my memory works when I don't I mean, understand I could also, what the hell is going on. Because, it, yeah, it's also because the game is almost like purposely trying to not yeah. tell you anything. So. <laughs> so I saw that and I was like, huh, there must be TV shows on Twitch. I thought it was, like, I mean, a TV not... show, like, talk show kind of thing. And then I worked at GameStop. I'm just throwing that out there. I used to work at GameStop. There was – now, I probably saw that little picture on Twitch. Oh, I don't even know. Like, maybe two or three years ago. I, I don't even know when it came out, when that game came out. Um but well, it was I like it was a mod first, and then they released it as its like own game. Yeah. So I'm sure it's been around for for a while. So yeah. I I must have saw that that picture on Twitch, uh, maybe, like, very, like maybe four or five six months before I started my job at GameStop, and then halfway through, so like a year. And like three quarters, I don't even know. I worked there for a year, um, in like two months. I don't even know. So maybe halfway through my employment there, the GameStop TV, which you've ever gone into a GameStop, that TV that plays all the commercials right. and has the yes. little t- is the bane of our existence. Um, the people who work there, it's, it's <laughs> because awful. because it's the same thing on loop every. Oh 10 yeah, minutes. like I could quote some <laughs> of the stuff that that happened cool. on it. Um, I heard them talking about Battlegrounds, and I was like. Wait, this is a real thing? It's a it's a game. People play this? I thought, wow. Okay, I understand Twitch now. Like, like it's it right. all and, just and honestly, like I mean, <laughs> especially like... because like the last like year and a half is when Twitch has like really come into its own as as what it can really what it can really do yeah. as a web. And Battlegrounds is probably one of the prime examples of what Twitch can do yep. because it's it, that's how I got into it. Um, was just like watching people start oh, to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. They started doing streams. Like everybody does streams now. Polygon does one once a week. Yep. Uh, Point used to do one every used to do one every week, and that's how I really got into the game. Yeah. Which is also why once I finally bought the game, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So then... um. So so if if people don't know what Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is. What it is 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 a 100-person deathmatch on an island, and now there's a second map that is a desert, and it's very much like I wasn't joking when I said Battle Royale. Like the guy that created it uh, was heavily influenced by Battle Royale. It was we're gonna drop you all in one space, yeah. and it's last man standing wins. And the way that they keep the game moving is that every three minutes or so, there's a playable area that shrinks, and if you're outside of that playable area, blue lightning kills you. Like that. That's it. That's cool. And so every match lasts about 40 minutes, and it's a perfect time to okay, like sit down cool. and watch a match. Yeah. yeah. It's like, the perfect timing to sit down and watch a match. So. so that's what I figured it was. It was just like all every man for themselves. And then Fortnite came out too and oh, has like its, its own – other... What is it? Fortnite's a whole other <laughs> thing that I can it's... get into for rambling. Here, <laughs> like, I, so – I don't know why I brought up Fortnite. It's just like when no, I think it, of Battlegrounds now, that's what I think of as well. And, and it's very quickly becoming like, it's 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 really overtaking player really uh, unknowns because it's on console. It got to yep. console first. Yep. Uh, eventually, they're going to go free to play, but again, 
that's a whole other thing I could get into. Yeah, seriously. I, I think that I think that Fortnite's whole business plan is the worst. Like, is like the worst scheme in in yeah. video games right now. Um, well, the, the weird the weirdest thing to me is that again, while I was working at GameStop, I saw a commercial for it and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And we had to take uh, quizzes as well um, oh, to like God, learn that's... about the games. Yeah, we had to. We it was. <laughs> you had to go through it was called level up and you had to um basically oh it would there would be and you would gain experience it was a, it was such a ridiculous thing they were like we're gonna try and make training fun for you guys and some things what it was like some things were fun like it was fun to make fun of um in that kind of sense but yeah we had to take quizzes on video games so i that way we knew how to talk about them with people and how to explain them. So, like, I had to take a quiz on Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I had to do one on uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, and, like, all the Switch games. Like, it was ridiculous. And one of them was on Fortnite. But it was on the actual game of Fortnite. So, the one where zomb where you're building your Ooh, I fortress. I thought a horde where everybody works together. Exactly. Right. So I was like, oh, that's cool, because in in that, you got to actually use, because zombies are coming after you, at you, and you have to build your fortress, and when your fortress dies, you know, whatever. In that, you get to use zombies as your weapon, <laughs> if you can capture them correctly, from what I remember from the quiz, um, and from the reading and whatnot. Like, it was, if you captured a zombie in, like, a trap or whatever... Or if you hit it with a certain, like, grenade, it would then do stuff that would attack the other zombies. All right. Like, that okay. was super cool to me. So I was like, damn, like, I'm excited for this game. Um, because even though I fucking hate builders, hate builders, like, I, I can't, I, I, that is so boring to me. Yeah, the, like, <laughs> like, the concept, like... The original concept of Fortnite, that that whole horde mode thing, is is like a fine game that I never would have played. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like I've like exactly. Yeah, I'm like this is cool. I can talk about it. It seems like maybe I'll try it. Who knows? But then, but then, like I never thought of it again because it wasn't really memorable. I liked the character design more than anything else. And then it came out. I completely forgot. I was like working the day it came out, and I was like, oh yeah. I completely forgot about that game. That oh, okay. Well, and part of that is because it was in development forever. Yeah, that was yeah. those games was in development forever. And then what actually happened is it went into early access, yep. which is, um, I I mean that's the like Steam name for it, but basically paid beta where yeah. you pay, yep. you pay for the game so that you can you can try the whole it beta out. process, yeah. right? Uh, and <clears throat> so first they start off with the bullshit of <laughs> we're gonna put this game on shelves in retail stores yep. as if it's a completely released game when yep. it's not, yep. which is a whole thing. It was so uh, weird. Like, yeah, it was, I, I, ugh, it makes me yeah. so mad to think about that, that like that idea of like, you're, you're going to convince some, some parents going to walk into a store and buy this game for their kid, not realizing that it's going to be free in a year. Exactly. And it makes me so mad. Exactly. Um, and yeah. then with the, uh, the whole battlegrounds battle Royale thing was, they realized that they had the infrastructure to beat Battlegrounds to console because yep. Battlegrounds got a deal with Xbox. It premiered at E3 last year that 
It was coming to Xbox One, yep. and it would be out in like November. And Battle and uh, Fortnite went, hey, we can scrap together this version of that and put it out in August. Exactly. <laughs> and that's and it was exactly. Like, it, oh, yeah. remember when we were gonna have zombies in this game? Yeah, no, not anymore. Yeah. Uh, so if that's, you want to pay the sixty dollars, have fun. But right. So they're yeah, two distinct yeah. like modes now. <laughs> Yeah. You can download Fortnite for, you know, free, quote unquote, and play the Battle Royale mode whenever you want. Exactly. But you can't, still can't get any access it's to like, the original version of the game. It just makes sense, guys. <laughs> oh, God. It and then, stupid. like, so, and the other thing that's going on is, like, all through Battle, through when you're playing um, Battlegrounds, at every every game you're earning in-game currency for yeah. however far, whatever based on your rank, you know, between 1 and 100, and based on how many people you hit and how many people you kill. It will give you... Battle points is what okay, they call them. Okay. All that, and um, you can unlock um, like new clothes, basically. Like that's all that's good for. And you can unlock new clothes depending on how much gold you have. Yeah. And then in Fortnite, it's all cosmetics. Yeah. It, I mean, it's still all cosmetics, but oh my god, the actual system for you unlocking things might be the most like crappy mobile Ooh. game version of that i have ever seen so where it's like oh yeah you can pay for you can pay real money and get more <laughs> uh, vanity points is what they call them and then you can unlock a whole bunch of stuff but if you're just going to play for free um Why? it's still going to be five levels before you unlock something the first thing you're going to unlock is an emote you're never going to use yep. and then it's going to be six more levels before you unlock something else like they really basically are just like you're getting nothing you're getting nothing for playing this game exactly. for free yep. other than playing well, the game. <laughs> you, know what, you know what's so sad about those? So, like, I play Overwatch. Like, um, I really like Overwatch. I haven't played it as much uh, recently, but I really, really enjoy that. And then, pa I don't know if you heard of Paladins, but there were videos, uh, yes. there were videos about it where they're like, oh, you're that's, just ripping off that's... Overwatch. Is that the one that just also got shut down, or is that a different one? I don't know. Oh, I haven't. One I of those, know. either it one of the. Have. I think battle, either I think Paladins tried to do its own battle royale, battlegrounds version of things, and completely oh, really? collapsed it itself, and now I'm it's sure. gone. Yeah, no, yeah. it was it was the one where you rode into battle on horseback. <laughs> um, that's uh, what it is. So, okay, so the thing, sure. yeah, so that whole cosmetics thing where it's like, oh, if you want to play for free, like. You can get stuff, but you're not going to get it as fast as all these other people playing, you know, and it, it's going to be shitty stuff. Like, right. just just hold on. Um, the thing about Overwatch is like, yeah, it's just cosmetics that you unlock. But for some reason, those cosmetics mean so much to people. And, and also those matches are running relatively quickly, too, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like a, a typical... Yeah. Overwatch yep. doesn't yeah. last the 40 minutes that like a Battlegrounds does or the 30 minutes that a Fortnite does. Mm -hmm. So it's okay that you're kind of jumping in and out and doing stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the other thing about like Battlegrounds is that for of that 40 minutes, I could spend 35 of them not seeing a single person and doing almost nothing. Yeah, exactly. Still and still That's earn crazy. gold. <laughs> if someone and then if I go 35 minutes never seeing another person and they snipe me from across the map. I still get gold if I was in, like, 15th place. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, there you go. Like, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, it's super funny to me that spending money on free games just so you can get, like, because that's, with, with, um, was it Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite. Right? <laughs> so, right. you can spend money 
I don't know. I've never played it, but this I'm basing this off of what you just said, right? So you can right. spend money if you want, but but why would you? Why would I mean, you? And essentially, like, what it, it is, is no that you're paying, and what you're essentially doing is you're paying to customize your character. Exactly. Because that's that's the other thing is that Fortnite does not have any character customization right now. Mm-hmm. They are giving you a random model from the game. Yeah. Every match. Yeah. You're, it's changing every match. Whereas again, in like in uh, Battlegrounds, you get your initial character setup. You you create what they look like. And then the clothes that you're earning, mm-hmm. you know, through battle points and all that, and those can change. And then if yeah. you want to change, like, your face, that also costs those points. But, like, so you know that, that that's what you have to earn before you can do that again. But at yeah. least you know, like, your char- you it's are. your character. Like, I play that game, and I get to play what I want to look like. And you get to swap through. Once you own the clothes, you can change into whatever clothes you want that you own. Mm. So, like, half the time, <laughs> I used to work at Target. And for a little while, I would actually I was basically cosplaying as a Target employee in game because that's I had awesome. a red t-shirt and khakis okay, that I was running awesome. around. <laughs> like that's funny. You know what? Okay, so I'm like I'm running off of this whole cosmetics thing because like it means so much in video games, but like it means nothing when you really think about it. No, and, like, and what it is like, is like free games use it to make their money, and that's exactly. like I understand that concept. Exactly. Like you're gonna put this out for free, you yep. know, you still need to make money to run your servers. I get that, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> but that's why I like that battle. Like battlegrounds cost me thirty bucks, yep. and I've never spent real money on it again yeah. Yeah. because earning stuff in game. Exactly. It's just perfect. Well, it's like paladins, right? So, Paladins was free to download, okay? If you wanted to buy the Season Pass, which unlocked all the characters, all the... Um, it didn't even unlock all the, like, um, skins and whatnot for them. But it just it basically just unlocked all the characters. It was, like, 20 or $30. Which, like, in this day and age for a video game, not that bad when you're considering every other game is $60. Right. But and I and I was sitting there, I'm like, Oh, well I can get all the characters for just twenty dollars. I should do that. And then like I sat back and I'm like, No, no I have this game. I'm playing this game currently. I'm not playing a different version than anyone else. I'm playing the same version and I didn't have to spend money. Like, I can still get the same enjoyment out of it because the only the free character that on, that anyone should ever want to play as is Pip. <laughs> he he is the only character in Paladins that you should ever play as. Ah, uh, that was their mistake. They should have put it, the good characters behind a paywall. Exactly, <laughs> and they didn't because let me tell you, all the free ones are the best ones, and oh, I yeah, only know that because... because they're free. But right. but that's I don't a, know and that's any of the other characters. By nature, by nature of the fact that they're the free characters, they're the ones that everybody's going to be comfortable with. Exactly. They're the ones that you're going to know how to play. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spend 20 bucks and then be like, oh, shit, now I feel like I have to relearn this entire game exactly. all over again. I've been so, playing then, for- <laughs> so then it's like when I – and then I thought about that and I'm like, wait, I'm getting really good at Pip, who is basically like he just throws out chemicals and stuff like – he, and I think he heals, too. I don't even remember. But he's like a little fox, rat, squirrel dude. He's like basically a version of Rocket, I guess. I was just thinking that. I was going <laughs> to say, it sounds like Rocket Raccoon, really. <laughs> if, you, if you look at he's like a little mad side. It's gr- he's great. He's a great character. But, like, I was getting good at him. And I'm like, even if I paid the stupid $20, I would play as no one else. <laughs> like, it would have been a waste. <laughs> Um, but then even Overwatch, 
like you buy those loot boxes, which loot boxes, that's a whole nother conversation that we can oh, talk yes. about. Like that I couldn't even get into because I'm like, I, I don't want to get into that world because I don't even want to get into that discussion because it is, I already know that it's stupid and like, there are people who fall for it. And if you're falling for it, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to offend anyone, but, like, come on, guys. <laughs> loot boxes is just a waste. <laughs> like, it really is. It's okay, because apparently the, the Hawaiian Senate is the one that's going to, like, solve that problem for us, apparently. Oh, God. Oh, God. That was a great video. Uh, <laughs> so, the, like, one of the Hawaiian senators has decided that he's going to make it, like, his, his thing to go after, like, loot boxes and stuff. Oh my which God. is great. Someone should. That's so uh, funny. But he uh, he brought in like some lawyer from the uh, oh what's it called the trade organization there the ESA mm-hmm. the Electronic yeah. Software Association or whatever. Yep. The guy couldn't answer basic questions about what the ES like even like the rating system which oh the ESA created. Oh this God. guy could not answer questions about it. And it was like it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen someone do. And I wanted to crawl out of my skin listening to him answer questions. <laughs> and so. So that might, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like in a year. Yeah. Uh, especially after Battlefront 2 last year really, really weighing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I don't even know. Like, I knew that if you paid, you could, I know that, like, wasn't Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker, they were blocked behind lo- uh, loot boxes, right? It was, was it wasn't that they, like, no, so their loot boxes, their loot boxes were giving you boosts and weapons that were yeah. giving you which is always like the big the big no-no the exactly. thing that happened with unlocking the characters was uh again the same thing you're earning in-game currency which you can pay for mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. like a bundle of or you can earn it through the game yeah. and it was like what would be the length of an entire kind of game for most people you would unlock one character so yeah. after like 40 to 50 hours of earning whatever the average payout was per um per match you could unlock one of these many characters that were behind this yeah. paywall. So it was, which meant it was like it was basically a mobile game. Right. They were basically they 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 had fine tuned it to make you want to pay because you were too like you were gonna get too frustrated exactly. playing playing That's to open so it. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like so like I don't know. Even though Overwatch loot boxes are the best. I mean. I even decided, I was, I had like a gift card and I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy, I'm going to use this to buy loot boxes for Overwatch. And I'm like, no, because (laughs) I could get something better with this gift card than maybe duplicates because that's all you get in loot boxes anyways. Right. That's the biggest problem with them is is the duplication thing because especially when they do their seasonal skins. So it's like, here's a minimum amount of time to Mm -hmm. get these skins and you can either... You can pay and get five of the same one, yeah. <laughs> or, or you can hope to God that you're going to get more. It like also, It also feels better. Like, I don't know. I'm crazy about that. But, like, it feels better when you, you're racking up your experience, and then you, like, you get that little notification, loot box earned, and, like, you go open it, and it's like, okay, well, I had fun. Like, if I get something awesome, if I don't, I'm going to get money. Like, then I can buy something with that in-game money, but it's like, I don't know. It's it's just a whole ridiculous thing. I knew people who came into GameStop who would spend too much money on Overwatch. And I'm like, you already bought the game. Just play it. Just play it, and I promise you, you will get the skins that you want. 
Trust me. Like, yeah, it's and going like to whole... happen eventually. You like yeah, the there... game, right? It's going to yeah, be Yeah, and there's, there's that whole idea that, like, it's never the people actually making the game that want that system. It's the exactly. publisher that puts all the money mm-hmm. and wants to keep making more money. Yeah, and like, I've been, I've been, like I said, I've been following a lot of, uh, like, independent developers on, on uh, Twitter and uh, just developers in general. And it's, it's interesting to see them. You know, they're the ones getting a lot of the, the heat for it, even though it's like like Dice is the developer that made ba- Battlefront 2 EA published. Yep. Yep. Dice never gave a shit about blue boxes. Dice, Dice never said this is the mechanic that we're right. Dice was never saying we want this is the system we want. It's EA saying that because EA mm-hmm. is the one that has to make their money back. Exactly. Yeah. Or or make more money than they actually put in and way more money than they actually put in because it's a Star Wars game that everybody's going to buy. You don't need you don't need loot boxes. Yep. Yep. You don't need loot boxes. You don't need to be able to buy in-game currency. There's no like if you made a good Battlefront 2 you would have made your money back a thousand times over. Like yeah, seriously. I don't know. It's just like the whole game development is it's getting weird <laughs> it's getting it, weird it really is and it's weirder it's weirder like the the deeper you dig with that and you start yep. to get into like developers who are like when there are problems with the developers it's because they're racist jackasses and yeah. you don't want to even get into that <laughs> and it's it's Just, oh, oh everyone on this team is oh. really good they hired an outside sound designer and that outside yep. outside sound designer is kind of a, a kind of a tool and you don't want to deal with that yeah and it's just a whole start re- web of ridiculousness yeah when you start to realize the actual like size and scope of how many different teams and people go into a game and how hard that is to balance getting good people it really starts to like break your brain that <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like oh my god <laughs> speaking of because segues are weird speaking of the weird teams behind things uh we're 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 at an hour you know i mean i don't care about talking longer but i feel like we should talk a little bit even if it's 10 minutes about the oscars we definitely should yes <laughs> um because like we told that... ourselves that's what we were gonna do exactly but obviously haven't gotten there yet um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so... I, I don't have to talk much about it. I I mean, I can... But I think it needs to be talked about. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were, they, it was a very safe, a very perfectly fine Oscars. Like, yeah. that's the most you can say about yeah, it. Like... They, they went in knowing that they had to talk about, like, Harvey Weinstein and exactly. all the shit coming up. Yep. And they knew they had to talk about it, and they talked about it. They didn't really make a huge statements on it other than being able to say hey we talked about it, it was <laughs> and very... then they got in and got out like that yeah, was it it was also a very like passive oscars as well um at times <laughs> like whenever because the female director uh i mean greta garbo garbo yeah greta garbo Gerwig. Gerwig, i can't yeah. Greta Garbo is someone else who will always be on my mind because of film <laughs> school. Um, but Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is how much I paid attention to the Oscars. I like the Oscars, but they don't mean anything to me, even though but I same, went to school for film. Like, I love like watching. I love like watching ceremonies <laughs> like that. I don't yeah. actually love yeah. them. Um, but like, so Greta Gerwig was nominated, the only woman in that in the director category. Um, 
And then there was a cinematographer as well, a female cinematographer. And she was the – I wish we knew her name because yeah. that, was, that one's almost more important. She was the first woman ever nominated exactly. for that award. And right. Was, and, and both presenters for those two categories, they were like, the four men and one woman. Like, it was right. – I'm like, there you go. That's fun. Like – like, that's about like and then it's really funny to watch uh so I, emma stone is the one that did the directors who said yeah. four or men and greta gerwig yeah. and then someone immediately went on twitter and went you should also point out the fact that jordan peele is like the third is like only one of five exactly black yeah. nominated and it's just guillermo del toro is a mexican immigrant <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's just it's just i don't know the, the the diversity of this oscars was pretty cool um even though like and that diversity was definitely in the presenters. That's oh, the thing. Yeah. It was in the presenters, and they highlighted yeah. it when they could in the nominations. That yep. also didn't change the fact that a lot of white dudes won stuff. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's almost like, um, are we changing stuff, or are we just no. pretending like we are? Like, it's and I kinda... really like... <sighs> right. And, and again, like I, I think this was a year where they were like... I think every year more and more people kind of really figure out just how kind of useless the Oscars actually yeah, are yeah. because it's not only just that it's whoever puts in the most money to get noticed and all of that. It's yeah. also it's whatever people saw. Yep. Like when you look at the actual like when right before uh, the ceremony, a couple of days before, you know, there were all these stories coming out of the older generation being like, well, why would I even watch Get Out? That's not an Oscar worthy film. It's a horror film and it's lecturing me about racism. Yeah. I don't watch that. Why would it? Yeah. At the same time, I'm reading that going, I only saw two of those five or six movies that were nominated. (laughs) I saw that and Shape of Water. I'm glad Shape of Water won. As far as I'm concerned, Get Out should have won over Shape of Water. I don't know about Lady Bird. I don't know about any of the others. Get Out should have won, not just from a white guilt standpoint, (laughs) I promise. Well, it's funny because, like, the joke was – I I voted for Obama, I would have voted for Obama three times, and then the joke was I saw Get Out three times, and now the joke is Get Out should have won, and I realize I'm falling right into that trap oh right now. <laughs> but I think that Get Out should have won not just because of the sh- social relevancy, which I think is an important part to that. Mm. I saw that movie two or three times, and every time I learned something new about it, yeah. and every time I would follow, you know, I I would watch something with Jordan Peele and learn something about it. And the meticulousness of that movie and the way that it perfectly used the medium of film to mm-hmm. tell a story, that is what an Oscar-winning movie should be. Oh. Like, 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 in my head, mm. something that wins an Oscar should be – the movies that win Oscars should be the movies that perfectly exemplify the, the, the medium of film. Yeah. And I think that Get Out perfectly used the medium of film to tell the story it wanted to tell. Interesting. And, and in a lot of ways, Shape of Water did too. Yeah. But I yeah. think that Get Out did it better. Okay. In like opinion. So so in that so I didn't see Get Out so I don't really get what you're saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> because I I just can't attest to it. But I I mean I trust right. you. <laughs> but like like I'm happy you said that because that is what those awards should be based on it's like how how did you demonstrate that you understand this craft that you understand um how film works and how you know 
how everything about the film works, not just the names that are attached to it, not just to the people who, like, you know, like, if you, if you, so we learned about um, a theory in, in school called auteur theory, um, right. which is, I mean, it's, a lot of people know it because it's very, it's fairly easy to understand, but it's basically like, you know, it's how, it's your own style and how you keep that all together and then but it also shows that you have you know technical master mastery and like that you understand how a script should work that you understand how teams should work you know so i get what you're saying and that's why the animation character category the full length animation category should have gone to boss baby i know it's no. just <laughs> <laughs> of course right no but um <laughs> So, Loving Vincent, right? I don't know how much you know about of that movie. I, I didn't it, see it. These nominations were the first time I ever heard of it. Okay. So, I didn't really know anything. I, I went on a cruise in January. Um, I didn't... I think I saw seen pictures of it, but I didn't realize it was a movie. I thought it was... It was just a series of paintings, you know, that were coming out, which is what that movie is. Um, but it was on the ship as a movie and I wanted to watch it, but I kept missing it. And there was a moment where they had an interview with the, the woman who made it and which I'm pretty sure it was a woman who made it. Um, but she, it's all canvas paintings animated, which has never really been done before. I mean, like, that's, yeah, the amount, I mean, the amount of work that goes into just drawing a frame of exactly. animation, let alone painting an entire frame. Exactly. Like. So, I mean, yeah, you have, you have Disney and you have all these other um, studios who like did animation cells or like, you know, painted animation cells or, or, but to have a canvas painting, I mean, they showed it, they showed footage of the, of the studio with all the paintings in it. And it's like, you don't even understand how many paintings this person had to make for this one movie. Like, <laughs> to show this, this, and if you see a trailer for it, like, if you don't even listen to the trailer, if you just watch the trailer, the movement in the paintings themselves and, and the characters, it's just so beautiful. And it looks like that's what, you should be awarding because that person was able to take the knowledge that we have of, as of, of animation and of storytelling. And they made this entirely new thing that has never really been seen before. But then that gets into the whole idea of new things scare people. So yes, oh, yeah. let's just oh, give it, let's give it to the safe option of the Disney Pixar film. You know, was it Pixar? And not even Pixar? that, like, it, it was. Like, and, you, like, you think about, like, you know, most <laughs> of the Oscar voters, they get their screeners toward toward the ceremony, and that's when they watch the movies they haven't watched before. Mm. But when you think about the movies that, like, Coco, the, every Oscar voter probably went out and actually saw that movie when exactly. it came out. Yeah. And so had more time to think about mm -hmm. it and digest it and hear about it and all of that. And it's like, oh, then then this shows up at my door two weeks before the ceremony and I'm supposed yep. to vote. And it also showed up with 80 other movies. I, I, I don't have time for that. And exactly. then it, it gets thrown out and it gets stuck into another pile Which, and it never like, gets seen. That <laughs> itself is also like, come on, like we need, we need time to be watching these films and actually 
you know, assessing them if we're voting on them and if we really right. want these awards to matter because, you know, they don't right now. <laughs> they, no, really they really don't. I mean, that's the sad thing is because, they really don't. And, and, like, I realized it years ago, but I really realized it during that because even though I didn't see Loving Vincent, it should have won. Like, I can just sit here and say it should have won because it's paintings and it's not – and it's just new and it's different and it's innovative and and that used to be a good thing and like now it's it's like oh but did it make any money oh but did people see it oh but a good job pat on the head you made something new but um yeah (laughs) we're gonna stay safe with disney over here yeah and that's and that really exemplifies like this whole the the whole Oscars this year was yeah. that it was it was very much the safe bet yep. on, on everything because well, they didn't want to ruffle any feathers but they also didn't want to look like they weren't exactly at least pushing a little bit yeah, yeah. And even even like I kept saying like I was I was very happy that there were I mean um, Francis 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 McDormand's thing of I want all the women nominees to stand up in here like I started crying. Because it was just a really nice moment to, like, be like, listen, like, this is where we've come. But you still have those women in those categories that are still dominated by men. Who oh, yeah. It's like, we're going to throw you a bone. We're going to nominate you. But, eh, we're safer having the male win, you know? And right. I'm not even, like, a crazy feminist person or, like, a crazy activist person. But it's like... That's just how it felt <laughs> from, like, a humanity standpoint. <laughs> like, it's like, oh. And, like, a marketing standpoint, too. Like, that's how they, I'm sure they were like, oh. I mean, I'm sure, like, I'm giving them more or less credit than they have. But it's like, from a marketing standpoint, just saying that, oh, there are two women who are nominated. And one of them for the first time ever, you know, in the category for the first time ever. Like, oh, people are going to watch that. Because they want to see if those women win. Right. And then they they don't. They don't. Um, I actually don't even remember what won for cinematography this year. I don't. uh, No, I have the – let me see if it's on the scorecard I kept for them. (laughs) I, I, for whatever reason, decided an hour before the Oscars started that I was going to actually – gamify that just because it was the only way i was going to get through it yeah that and rum, that that and rum was the only way i was going to get through oh, it well you you uh you messaged me on twitter and you were like the the rum thing and i didn't know if you were playing a drinking game no it was just the fact that i was like or if you were just drinking rum i was just i was just drinking as i was watching the thing. <laughs> and then i was gonna share a story of how me and my friend did play a drinking game with rum and oh, that, that oh. Was, was, was great. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> drinking games, drinking games were made for like light beer, like nothing else. Like yeah. you can't go any harder than that, or yeah. you're going to die. We, I, he and I both love rum, um, so we were like, yeah, why not? <laughs> and it was a mistake. <laughs> it yeah. really wasn't because it was a really fun night. But it was, it was, and neither one of us got sick, so that's good. But, uh, hey. <laughs> um, uh. yeah, the, the Oscar, I mean, yeah, there was a lot, and I, all the Viva, you know, it was, it was very Viva Mexico and Viva, you know, and, or Viva La Mexico. Like, that was cool, too. And I'm like, this is great. 
this is great. Like, we're doing good in the Oscars. And then it's like, oh, but, like, so many other things are being pushed aside, too. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just sad. Like, it's just sad sometimes to watch it. Because it's like, you can't please everyone, but, like, you're trying to. <laughs> and, and, and by shining way. a light... And, and by shining a light on what they were trying to do, it also showed just how little they were actually exactly. getting, getting through yeah. in the first place. Yeah. yeah. My thing is, like, if you just, if, 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 if everyone just acted like people, we'd be fine. <laughs> just acted <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's crazy. On, on if everyone just acted like people, I think it's a good way to end <laughs> this first right? episode i don't know if people are gonna understand what i mean by that but let's end it there all right <laughs> um so that was the very first official episode of say report junior uh the better what did i say last time the better younger sexier version yes of the say report, <laughs> of say report. um Thank you for uh, joining in with us as we uh, get to know each other and get to learn yeah. about what what we what we like and don't like about different things, uh, which is always like the best way to learn about someone is find out what type of movies they like, what games exactly. they like, and what yeah. like why why they like them is always the most is always like the coolest thing. Yeah, um, I think this so. is the, the like I've gotten to know a lot of people my in my life, and I'm sure you have as well. But, like, this is the coolest way to un to learn about someone. Because, like, we've only been texting for, what, like, not even uh, a month? Like, I don't just, even know. I was going to say, like, just about a month, just maybe? Just about a month, yeah. yeah. And it's like, but I feel like I've known you for a while. I don't know if that's crazy yeah. to say. But, like, no, I, do, like I feel like we've known each other for longer than we actually have. And I don't know Which if is... I've ever felt that before. <laughs> good. Very good. <laughs> so, so uh, we'll be back in... Yeah, so we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We're bi-weekly right now yes. uh, until we kind of get more comfortable with the, the format and all of that and, and figure some stuff out. And, um, I mean, yeah, otherwise the Say Report itself is out every Tuesday. Yep. We'll be out every other Wednesday. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if you like this, uh, stick around because I'm sure other crazy conversations are going to come out of this. Um and definitely, if this is the first time you're listening to a Say Report, you should go listen to Say Report Senior, which is really not what it's called. But uh, just, you should go. Just it's, just, it's just the Say but, Report. Yeah. Um, but go listen to them because they. I don't know. There are there are siblings. You should you should give them you should give them a listen. Yeah, they're, they're okay. They're the originators. <laughs> they're okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> We need to surpass them, god damn it. Uh, somehow <laughs> uh, we will. Somehow. But uh <laughs> so on this, I mean, I don't know if you want to uh, you can follow I believe we have a Twitter. Um we're very uh, we, do? we do have oh, a Twitter, but I have correct, to right? I have to figure out the password to it because so Devin <laughs> Devin messaged me the the password and it'll be easier for you to get it and then just tell me because <laughs> what he said to me I'm trying to remember the actual way he said it. It was like, oh, it's your last names in alphabetical order backwards. I was like, what does that – what? What are you talking about? I don't know what that means. If Just tell some, me the password. If, so, if someone's smart enough, Zach, you just well, let them enter our Twitter. So good oh, job. Well, no one else is using it because we can't figure out how to get into it. So. <laughs> if, if by the time this goes up, you see some know weird tweets – yeah, it's like, I don't know if Not there's spaces a... involved, if there's <laughs> underscores. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, but yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter. Um, hopefully we'll start tweeting from it. Um, I believe it's just at 
Saverport Jr. Um, and if you want to follow us individually, I guess, because um, Twitter is the way that this show operates, apparently. Um, you can follow me at Dale's Brain. So at D A Y L E S Brain. Uh, <laughs> and you can follow me at Zerwhiskey. Uh, that's Z E R W I S K I. Spelled it right this time. There, <laughs> there we you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and on that note, uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I'm good. Let's send it off to Liz. Let's do this. Take it away, Liz. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.